Welcome back to Plus This. I'm Kathy Deach. And I am Eva Tingley. And we are so excited to be back this week. Absolutely. We were a little high last week. We had like a little high that continued on for a while, right? Um, Yeah, like the entire week until today. And then we were like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, not, it's never really ended. It no. just like keeps rolling. It just yes. keeps rolling. We have so much we want to talk about, guys, all the time. The problem is, is that we don't want to share every single thing. Like we want to like pull it back. Yeah, we, got, we can't talk to you just like blah about everything. We got to like keep it to ourselves a little. You know, we got to dangle the fruit a bit. Yeah, for sure. You're hearing little giggles somewhere, and that is our fun guest, <laughs> Missy Hairston. She's so adorable and cute, and she had an amazing show called Awkwardly Fabulous that was all her, all the time, one-woman show, wrote it produced it she's a writer she's an actor she's amazing and we're so excited to have her you yeah. saw her i did see her yeah you i saw her show. play yeah or her one woman show which was really fun and a winner in the fringe they don't just ask any old person to come and like extend like you have no. to be fierce you ha- no you have to be like the best out of everyone there and there's like 100 over 150 shows i think there the is there's a ton LA. of there's a ton of shows which is you know, kudos to Missy. I mean, I'm not surprised because it was really fun and vulnerable and and sweet and poignant and uh, it was really great. Oh, good. So we're totally going to talk about all yes. that in the second segment. So um, right about now, though, what is happening is the GOP convention. So maybe yes, you're like the RNC. Yes, the RNC. Um, <laughs> and include one. Um, maybe you're just relieved that you don't have to watch you know, orange face Trump, and instead you're looking at us, um, which I hope you're. Which that's I'm what just you orange. This. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's so funny because it actually looks like you look like a hot like tamale. Tamale, yes, a hot <laughs> neon tamale. I am digging this color because yeah. it's making me look tan. And let me tell you, I am not tan <laughs> in real but life, except for. <laughs> Everyone is more tan than me. I well, that's true. I, I mean, have to put stuff on so that I'm not a reflecting board onto you. Like that's I'm true. not just flashing. I mean, I don't mind. I mean, if you want to whiteness. just be like a white board <laughs> so that I could just look glowy and, so and glamorous, I have no problem with well, that. Well, I think I, I will. I will make I sure that you just like down. completely covered from head <laughs> when you're driving. Just no color whatsoever. No, no, never, never. So, um. <laughs> What uh, we did want to talk about, and we talked about on our Facebook page, and some of you absolutely are following us, and thank you so much for doing that and commenting and adding your opinions to things. Um, they called it a, in Esquire a protest, which it actually is an art installation, and the um, s- photographer Spencer Tunick is famous. I mean, he gathers naked people around all the time to take these incredible pictures, and sometimes they don't even look like people. Like he has them make a shape, and all of a sudden you're like, "It's an elephant!" Wait, it's 150 people <laughs> That's right. naked with gray paint, and they look like an elephant. That's actually not one of his things, but hey, but Stanley, it could be idea, idea. <laughs> have fun with that idea, <laughs> yes. Stanley. You no can fun. take it and run. You don't even have to credit us. But they did say that it was a bit of a protest in their eyes because they did it on the site, the Quicken Loans Arena. Yes, because nothing says. Republican National Convention, like Quicken Loans. Yes. I mean, it's all kind of funny. So, um, and so he 
took this picture of a hundred women naked holding up mirrors, like right there. Yeah, the I think we have some pictures that hopefully we can share. There we yeah. go. Um, so if you're watching, you can see it. But if you are listening, then come back to Zena TV or and go check to it your out. Phone and like look it up. Yeah, not in traffic. That's true. Yeah. Um, but it's really. I don't know. I thought it was really, really beautiful. I mean, I was thinking, could I do that? Like, could I just be naked um, you know, in front of all these people, uh, strangers? I mean, of course, with other naked women, there's a, a sense of unity. But, there is. But, like, there's a still a sense, like, a feeling of, like, I am, it's so such a vulnerable state to be in. Of course. You know? And, and I just wonder, like, could you do it? Well, you know I'm a thespian. Oh, look at that picture! Yes. Oh yes, not full safe for bush. Work. Sorry Just about it, working guys. It. We should have warned you on that one. <laughs> Sorry if you're watching it. Sorry work. if you're watching it. Sorry work. if the kids or, are running yeah. around. Hey, kiddo. Hey, you know what? The naked body, female naked body, yeah, is, you, is you beautiful. You came out of that, so you're welcome, everyone. Yes. And it's beautiful. Um, we shouldn't be ashamed of no, it. No, not at all. Uh, I will say that I'm a thespian. And Are you? My first job out of college was the Nash, the European tour of hair, so I was naked in front of. People. Why were you naked? Well, in hair, it's very famous. My mother actually always called it the naked show, and oh. that's, that's a true story. <laughs> and that her mother never let her see it. Like her, like her mom was like, "Kabosh, Catholic, no, you cannot see hair." Ever. Wow. So when I got to do it, my mom was like, a little bit scandalized, and then look would have conversations with me like are you gonna do the nude scene? And I was like, I'm gonna figure out what the nude scene is. I don't know the show, I don't know the context. You're like, mom, yes, it's. But I'm getting paid to be straight up <laughs> naked and just get used to it. You're coming to the show, you're gonna see me naked. You've seen me naked my whole life, mom. Exactly. It's just one more time of like of like 30 minutes of seeing me more naked more. I mean, honest, but P.S., it's not 30 minutes. And this is why oh, well. I did it. I did it for two reasons. I did it because the reason in the show is so amazing. Like, the lead character has all these layers of clothes on and a cape, and they're at this big bee-in, and everyone else is feeling so free that they take off all of their layers that kind of um, stop them from connecting with one another, mm. right? And like this great, ama amazing vis visual image. And he's trapped by his choices and his dilemma and like whether he wants to go to the draft or not. So he's like encumbered by all these clothes, like, and it's a symbol. So I was like, oh, if that's what it is, I'll totally do it. MPS, I saw the road company, our little sister company, and the lighting was fierce. So, you know, in like a, a mood lighting, yeah. in like a dark blue mood lighting. Nice. You're I like, I look, like, I look amazing. Literally, you go, I mean, look. And that's it. And then you're you're naked, and then it's over. And then oh, so it's out. like what, like three seconds? Not three. Of naked. It was more. It depends on when you had to stand up. I tend to be later. I was. I probably. It was eight seconds. Like eight seconds. Okay, but eight of seconds of nudity is not so bad. I mean, look, how long were those ladies standing there? Yeah, to get those. I don't know to get those pictures. I, I mean, it was at the break of dawn. Like you know, it was like morning. Was I feel like I want to like do a song now because you said break of dawn. No, you said break of dawn. Na, 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 na. What song do you I wish do? I wish Polly was here because he'd know exactly what <laughs> song I meant. But I won't well, go there. I'm not Polly. I know okay. you're not. So. Gosh, you don't get me. <laughs> <laughs> no, how about you? Would you ever get naked in public? Like, what's your deal? You know what? I would just be naked all the time. No, just kidding. Um, I have... <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I don't really have a problem with nudity. I, th I feel like I have a really beautiful body. I'm not ashamed of my body. Um... 
So I, I, I would probably do it in a sense that like I would want to do it for a pride thing, like like to be to show my pride of my body, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but just to be naked, just to be naked. But like you'd never go to a nude beach. I mean, I would go topless at a nude beach, I think. Yeah. I, I would think. need so much sunblock that there wouldn't be enough of the CVS for me. Because I mean, I they would, would be like, there sunburn. is an albino on the beach, guys. <laughs> Close your eyes. You they can't. totally will be like, what is the, there's a lighthouse that has appeared suddenly on the beach. I mean, reflecting and I, and reflecting I would look, light back to our I would ship. look so tan <laughs> and like glamorous. Just like. You would. You would. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even tan. Okay, I but I just think it's so funny. That, I don't have that in my skin. So I, that's like the practical thing that would make me like not want to, you know, be in front of like that's just so it's already with the bathing suit how long it takes I don't think that my husband would want me to be naked (laughs) I mean he loves me being naked with him but obviously um it's just him but in front of other people I think he would kind of be like not down for it you would totally do hair I know you would if you were in that situation and like there was like a reason and you felt Everyone around you was like in a certain mood, and the lighting was good. I mean, as an actor, I'm totally comfortable with doing it. Have you done it before? I have not had the opportunity to be naked on film or television yet, Um, but I'm okay with it as long as it makes sense. I'm not just doing it just to do it. Like, um, you know, I had to actually turn down an audition where I just felt like it wasn't. I wasn't comfortable with the the subject matter. Um, and it just wasn't something that I wanted to do and it didn't right. make sense right. to me. Um, but, you know, I feel like in films when when the when pe- there's lovers and they're they're in bed together and then like they've had like this amazing night and then they get out of bed and they're like covering up. I just feel like that's so false because when you're with somebody, you're just like naked and and, and it's there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I don't I find that that makes me. I don't believe the scene then. It takes yeah. me out when they do that. Yeah, and yet I understand why actresses make that choice. Like they have totally. it, you know, they have the things, they have the the clauses that they have in their contracts. Like it all makes sense. Like you know, it is forever. And you don't know if a director's eye is going to treat you with as much care as your lover. Totally. And I feel like there's definitely something to be said if it's like I think there's like a, a a bit on on YouTube that's like it's not porn, it's HBO, um, and I kind of identify with that. Like, I no, would, that thing is hilarious, yes. and I'm mad we don't have it to show. Yes, because it is. Look it up for sure, guys. It it's is hilarious, really, really funny, and it's true because you could be like, Mom, I'm full on naked. I'm totally like boning down with some guy, and it's don't worry, it's it's not porn, it's HBO, and your mom would be like. Yeah, get it, girl. <laughs> you know, like I don't I'm know okay if my it. mom would. Well, not your, your mom. Your mom is very supportive. So. My mom would be like, "That's real life. That you're a <laughs> prostitute. That's real life." And actually, my mom would be signing that. But that's the truth. <laughs> perfect. That's so perfect. So uh, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Missy Harrison's with us. So stay Woo-hoo! tuned for Plus This. I'm Dee Dee from Lady Pants, and you're watching the 10 women who are killing it in comedy. Here is number three. Carrie Brownstein, a feminist musician, a sketch comedian, Fred Armisen's best friend, and a bisexual who doesn't feel the need to define herself by her sexuality. 
uh, what more could we ask for? She and Steve Buscemi definitely share the award for most fascinating teeth, but I think I could give her a run for her money. But her gentle character-driven take on life in Portland, Oregon warms the heart and tickles the LOL bone. Carrie, um, can we be besties? We promise we'll bring something to the table. How about a grass-fed, cruelty-free pigeon milk latte? Let's do number four! And it's uh, Mary Carey, of course, politically naughty with Mary Carey. I'm always naughty. I'm always politically. My behavior is always politically, politically naughty. naughty. I'm never politically correct. I'm Dr. Dr. Drew, Drew hi. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Hey guys, all teary-eyed, doctor. I know. She wishes she could live at rehab. <laughs> but only if Dr. Drew's there. Obviously, sure. plus one, like, you know, there's a little too groping might be inappropriate, but I like the flirting. Well, and stuff. When I, when I, I walked in, you shoved my head in your <laughs> No! Are you going to sue me? <laughs> Get Politically Naughty with Mary Carey, Mondays at 4 p.m. getting sick of that music no it's like it's just it really giant i just love it it's I like, know. Ah, it's like mm. ah, oh yeah it's it real is. hot and um there's something else here that's making me feel a little hot Ooh, what is it do oh. tell it happens to be a sensible pink champagne from our guest, Missy Hairston. Yes, hello, ladies. Oh hello. Yes. Oh, mine's quite, quite full. I'm gonna yes. just pretend to cheers you yeah. across the way. I'm gonna look you in the eye though. Because you have very I short know, arms. I know, but your arms aren't reaching me but either. Mine goes to the halfway mark. <laughs> Don't even play, sister. Yeah. Never, I've <laughs> mm. Mm. Yes, she does. Um, but thank you so much for bringing this. Yes. Of course. Oh, and it's delicious. Well, yes. And before Girl. we have to say that Missy was like, champagne is my water. I was like, I <laughs> love you. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love that you brought pink champagne because yeah. now it goes with my outfit. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. The only thing is missing is the diamond at the bottom. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know. I left it in my day. car. Oh, no. Oh, shoot. <laughs> shoot. Shoot. Yeah. Next time, bring us one. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> so, Missy, we're so happy to have you here. You're a fellow actor. Yes. Thanks and for having me. No problem. And I, I hear an accent. Originally West Virginia. West and I spoke Virginia. to my mother today, so it's like really Oh, effect. it's like real oh, yeah. in. Yeah. Yes. It's real deep today. It's cute, though. When I talk to my mom, I totally sound like this. You do? Because I'm from <laughs> When I talk to my mom, I, well, I can't do it. I got to hear it. I, I would say I sound deaf, but, you know, that's, I, I mean, I can do a deaf one. <laughs> you might want to avoid that. Why? Why? I don't know. It's my mom. All right. Oh. Do, do a mom joke. <laughs> No, I'm saying I could, do, that goes. I could do a deaf. I could do a deaf thing. It's okay. <laughs> it's like you can't make fun of right. my parents for being deaf, but, but I can. can. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Don't okay. make me start with the Helen Keller jokes. <laughs> oh. Don't make me do it because I have oh. many. Oh, I see. Okay. Many, many, many. I don't even think Not I know one. one. I don't Not even think one. I know one. Several. Serious? 
Yeah, I no, it. I don't. I, I don't know it. one. Mm. So um, how did you get from West Virginia to L.A.? Tell us a little bit about your journey. Well, I always wanted to act, and there's not a lot of, you know, shows happening in West Virginia. Um, <laughs> there's not? Not too many, oh. no. But reenactments, <laughs> right? Reenactments, yes. <laughs> reenactments. <laughs> um, and so I went, got my BFA, and then I always wanted to live in New York. Ever since I was five, I've been ta- I'm going to New York. So I went to New York, was there for two years, and then came out to L.A. Awesome. Excellent. So, so yeah. um, where did you live in New York? I lived in Queens. Oh, okay. yeah, you did. Before it got expensive. <laughs> I know. Everything, I just came back from this weekend. Yeah, that's the only I reason it. why I missed your show, which devastated me. But I, it, it is so expensive. It's yeah, it's trendy now. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I loved it though. Yeah. It's yeah, fun. but tell us a little bit about why you decided to write a one-woman show. Like, I just feel like that's <laughs> such a huge undertaking. I'm just like, Amazing. yes, you did it. And did. and not only did you write it, but you produced it and you did it. Like, <laughs> you did it, which is so huge. I'm just like, I'm in awe of you. That's Aww. so great. So Thank tell you. us, like, how, why, why, how, and all of it. Fabulous. Well, I always wanted to do um, a solo show. Um, when I was in college, I just didn't know what story to tell. Mm. And I felt like, well, you shouldn't tell it until you know what it is. Because <laughs> there's a lot of bad solo shows, and I had a lot of friends Girl, who did. so many bad Right? Ones. There's so more bad many. than good, actually. I mean, please. And so I just did, I finally figured out what story I wanted to tell. And I kind of just started. The show was not what I thought it was going to be about at all. Really? Yeah. I kind of started from the middle and went out, but I had no intention. Mm. I what does that mean you started from me. the middle? Well, I, did, I work with um, Jessica Lynn Johnson is my director. Okay. And um, she teaches us cl- a free class, Soaring Solo, because she wants anyone to be able to do a solo show if they, okay. you know, if they want to. And she's really talented. And I was writing a couple stories. I had all this material that I had written. And I have a very character family. Like, everybody's just <laughs> over the top. So I thought it was going to be more about my family. And then I wrote this section. Um, I had done, like, a 15-minute piece. And it was an OA meeting that I had gone to. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, fine, I'll just do that for this. But I didn't think, <laughs> I did not think, and at first I really didn't want to, I'm like, I don't want to be talking about being the big girl at the OA meeting. Like, you know, but yeah, I was, it's, 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 a, it's a touchy subject to talk about. It's, it's, a, a, yeah. it's very vulnerable. It's like, I don't know if I want to share this with everybody who's going to mm-hmm. come yeah. see me and do my show. And is anonymous on purpose. Right. Exactly, like, yeah. In case you don't want. Like it, like it's fine if you do want to discuss it, yeah. but it's for people who don't want anyone to know the things yeah. that they discuss. So and here I am, just making a making show. all taking all the. <laughs> I didn't follow the rules. You're not supposed to know. Well, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> you no. didn't tell us who was in your OA exactly. meeting with you. That's so. the part that's nice. Um, that no one else can talk about. You know, you being there. You know what I mean? Like, you know, or you can't mention anybody yeah. else's names. But um, you had this whole thing about uh. Uh, going out for the cheerleading squad. Yes. Yeah, that was like my favorite part. Really? Like, uh, I, yeah, because I, I, underst- I identified with it a uh-huh. lot. Um, tell us a little bit about that that part, about what your the coach ended up saying to you. So this section, I always wanted to be a cheerleader, and I was in the fifth grade. And see, I knew I wasn't cool enough to be like a junior high, high school cheerleader. So I figured fifth grade, this is my opportunity. Okay. This is my window. Right. Um, and I tried out, you know, I worked all summer and then at the end of the day, it, all the skinny girls ended up on, you know, the Trillian squad and I could move, you know, they needed me on that team. And I just, you know, the coach was just kind of like, you know what, you did a great job, but 
you know, the other girls look better in the uniform. Which mm. is just a shame. Like, right? how can you, I cannot imagine, I can't imagine saying that to a child, saying, you know, you just don't look good in the clothes, sweetheart. Like yeah. that, I mean, did that change your, like the your, perspe- your perspective of yourself? Um, I always, I think on one hand, yes. But I was just kind of hell bent on like, you know what, I'm fabulous. At the end, I feel like even when I got discouraged, I knew that deep down within, like no matter how many fat jokes there were, or, you know, whatever the circumstances were. But I think I was very aware of like, I'm the big girl. So it was mm-hmm. always like, well, if I tell the joke first, you know, yeah. it's not a big deal. Everybody, I can make everybody yeah. else comfortable. Yeah, I'd It was say- almost like. I had to make them comfortable so yeah. then they knew that I was comfortable. Yeah. Totally. And I think that's why so many of us are hilarious. Let's just like say that. Like out loud. We're hilarious. <laughs> um, I also, it reminded me when, she, when Eva was telling me about it that when I auditioned for Footloose, mm. um, I was the only big girl mm-hmm. in that room at the dance call. And, but P.S., I wasn't supposed to be there. Like the choreographer <laughs> was like, oh, you are probably supposed to be at the movers call. Um, so that's also hilarious, but don't think that I wasn't like crawling down into a straddle yes. because I couldn't do what the other dancers did, but I was still like selling it like my mm-hmm. life depended on it. And I think because I stuck in there and did it, they actually did hire me. And that was like a really mm-hmm. big deal. Like they did not have to, like they absolutely could have gotten a fabulous dancer who could sing. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, that was like a real win in a way, you know what I mean? Cause because a, a lot of times people feel the way that Coach did. Like, oh, you know, and then we have to get her caught. Because I was a cheerleader uh-huh. in that show. And that show had to wear a cheerleading costume. And trust me, it mm-hmm. was like squeezing in. It was like, where's yeah. the grease to squeeze well, into oh the Oh, my God, you are hilarious. <laughs> where's the grease? I'm serious. Like, it was like, this is the biggest <laughs> one they have. So it's right? cool. Have fun. And I was like, yeah, like I trying was, to get well, it they, on. Wait, they couldn't make you a new one? They didn't make them. They ordered them from a company. And you they know, couldn't order you one? I'm sorry. No, no, I'm no. just kind of like, really? They couldn't have ordered you just one extra one? Well, I think that I think that they had what they gave them, and then they tried to fit it to me. But the biggest size was the biggest size that oh. they had what they got on it. So this is like an issue. It's not like it's not. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, also, Eva was telling me about this moment where you – um, kind of realize someone like kind of mentioned about how you were the big girl uh, like and all of a sudden like you were like oh I am and how we kind of have that similar thing that kind oh. of moment that like threshold mine was I it came later my brother my older brother always called me fat my whole life mm. even like since I was like really little and so I I'm, I'm staring you down brother where is he <laughs> I'm staring you down I don't like it at all I'm defending my friend <laughs> and it kind of um and then it wasn't until later when I had this picture of me that I was supposed to post on a bulletin board uh for a rehearsal like I was like oh I'm really fat and I had these and these I'm in this ballerina costume and I'm hiding behind these flowers and it's hilarious like I was like it's hilarious and then I saw it and I was not fat at all like mm. at all and I wept for myself because mm. at five years old I remember feeling that way mm-hmm. and at what five? I remembered was the feeling yeah mm. and oh then I shouldn't gosh. be dancing like I thought it was too big so I, I we have we have you back again so we're gonna take a quick break and then I want I want to pick up with this in sure. that moment in your show Fabulous. if you're okay talking about it and yeah. Eva you yeah. too so um we're coming back with plus this <laughs> 
<laughs> I start. Hi, I'm Moxie. And I'm Nicole. And we're the ladies of Suicide, Suicide Girls, Girls Radio, Radio, the world's leading BYOB radio show. Pour a glass of your favorite tipple and tune in on Wednesday nights between 8 and 9 p.m. as we discuss life, liberty, and the pursuit of free nipples. I just flash it would be kind of funny, wouldn't it? People think flashing your tits is easy, right? And it's actually kind of hard. Oh, we all ain't no shit. I'm Money B, and you can kiss my ass. Let me swallow my snot. <laughs> that's that's sexy. Keep up the good work, mild net. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Let me see how I'm gonna come and check out. No, I love you. Oh yeah, why no cyclocyanabin. The little. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So you take one. There you go. Always switching oh. up. Always switching up. <laughs> My wedding band jumped out of my, oh my God, I hope it's on Omen. Call my wife. He keeps moving away. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider, and you're watching T Hollywood V. Z Hollywood TV. Z! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna bang. I'm not gonna bang. <laughs> Nailed it. Jason Stewart here for Zinna TV. On the show Absolutely Jason Stewart every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Big guests, everyone from the gayest to gay to the straightest to straight. David, uh, what was his name? He's absolutely Jason. He's absolutely gay. He'll absolutely brighten Welcome back to Plus This. Yes, welcome back. <laughs> Missy, you have to do your voice like this yes. when it's the okay. music's on. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Oh. She's getting real. <sighs> yeah. It's also with the champagne, which yeah. I right? definitely drank more of during the break. Yes. Um, <laughs> so uh, we left off, and we want to talk about that moment in the show, if you can kind of break it down for our viewers. It, are you talking about the, in the beginning? It's kind of early. Yes, She's, it is okay. early, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The state I'm thinking of is is I'm in the first grade, and this girl, you know, I'm just here, Missy Ish, just whoa, I play, I do this and I do that, and then she's like, um, you're so much bigger than me, like what's you're a lot different, and so it was kind of like, oh, I just thought I was Missy, you know, I never identified or put anything else right. with it. It was this little girl that decided, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like people decide things for you and they project it on you. Yeah. Um, kind of that's a thing. young, and that's young. Luckily, Seven. I've had this really um, deep, like, oh, really? That's what you think? I'm going to prove you wrong. Oh, I you love know, it. Kind of thing versus kind of, you know, like being a wallflower. I was just like, oh, no, anything you can do, I can do twice as good. Yeah. yeah it definitely it, gives girl. you that edge when people, yeah. someone, I had a girl when I was 15 tell me she was so surprised at how good of a dancer I was because I was big. And she thought she was giving me the best compliment in the world. You know, those mm. lovely And then you just hated her. You just hated oh. her. Just like vehemently, you thought of her and you're just like, that girl. I mean, at 15, I actually think I probably wanted to be her friend because, I, you know, because we're crazy. I mean, oh, I was yeah. a crazy people pleaser. I'm not no more. But mm. back in the day, yeah. yeah. How about you? 
I was thinking I have like two kind of stories. I had a, a, a friend and her mom, and she was real skinny. Like she was real skinny, and I was really athletic. I was not bigger until probably my senior year in high school. Um, and her, I remember her mom saying, "You're bigger than 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 my daughter." Um, and and my friend was like, "No, we're the same." Like we, she really couldn't see it, and I knew that I was athletic, so I was like, I, I knew I was bigger, but I wasn't fat by any means right. um and so that kind of planted a little bit of the seed but i had a boyfriend once who mm. i you know when i was 16 i really was so confident i just felt like i'm i'm beautiful i'm smart i'm funny i'm talented i'm athletic i can sing i can play sports and you know i didn't really think of i didn't really think of myself in a way i never compared myself to other girls in my school um and then he said something like you have big arms mm. And I thought, no, I don't. I said to him, no, I don't. He was like, yeah, girl, when you get back to school, start looking at the other girl's arms. And I got back wow. to school. and said that uh, to you. Oh, yeah, he did. And he gave so, you, a, he told you how to do it. Yes, mm. he, he definitely gave me the play-by-play. -play. So I get back to school, and probably, I was like, I know exactly where I was. I was like in history class, sophomore year, and... Probably this poor guy, Justin Davis. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> he probably shout out I Justin. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> So he probably had said this to me about every day, but on this particular day, it just hit me harder because I had been comparing myself all day mm -hmm. to these other girls who did in fact have quite skinny arms mm -hmm. and I did not I didn't have fat arms I had muscular arms but compare when I compared myself right. when he taught me to compare mm -hmm. myself right. that's when I realized and this poor kid is like Eva, look at your guns. And I just lost it. I'm pretty sure that I, like, sucked him a bunch of times. Like, yeah, check out these guns, Justin. Perfect. I punched him dead in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't punch him in the face. I didn't punch him in the face. But, but I mean, it was like that. And then the, and then I remember in that class, like, these boys were telling me and this girl, because um, we had those, we had, um, jeans on and they you know we had like uh levi's on and we were like wearing like a 34 30 and they were like you're like woman size and i was like oh, how dare you i'm still a girl you know and it, you know it, it's but boyfriends can definitely yeah they can plant yeah. that seed that it's just like you know from there from then that from that point on i started comparing myself in other ways of like course. Of course oh like my legs are bigger and my mm -hmm. butt is bigger right. and i i'm just like bigger and not like my neck is bigger like i just right. never even like no. never compared all of a sudden myself you see all this stuff that you were mm -hmm. happily blind to 100 percent right? yeah. yeah. ignorance to. really is bliss for yeah sure. well also another thing that we had talked about back and forth on email missy is that um there was some stuff the comments we we get a lot of support we're very very lucky um but along with that support mm -hmm. sometimes comes horribleness and mm -hmm. as leslie jones exiting twitter has shown us which actually she came back today which i'm very oh, good okay. oh so good i didn't yeah. know that yeah she did she officially came back today i mean look amazing. there is a picture that we're going to show later about the tweet that she did when she came back which i think is great um oh, but let's tell the story yeah, yeah. About that so basically thing. there was a horrible man who yes. you're going to pronounce it because i can't because he's greek and his last name is yanopoulos Yes. That's the very Greek way of saying it. And he's an ultra conservative, and we're not even going to, like, say the name of the place where he does his thing because it's not worth 
even publicized. Well, and this is the not the first time that he's been banned. This is the first time that he has been permanently banned from Twitter. Yes. But he has been temporarily banned. Oh, there's a picture of this oh, super yeah. douchebag. There he is. Look at his stupid face. Mm-hmm. I just, I just. <laughs> Look at that tie. I mean, that's Ugh. kind of douchebag face, right? Like, I mean, if I you, just, if, every, if you said to someone, make your best douchebag face, it would boom. be that. Yeah, it would right? be exactly I think that's that. That's the way it would be. So he, um, it wasn't just him. Like he sent all of his crazy followers to get her. Yes, he like specifically said to um, he encouraged his followers to send racist and sexist tweets to her, which I like how what what kind of person are you in the world that that's how you want to use your power? It's so crazy. I mean, it just disappoints me. And the fact that it took Twitter so long to finally, like, if he's done this before, like, why does it have to be Leslie Jones, you know, in a big blockbuster movie? Like, why why can he do it to any other person? And and people wrote, I mean, like, the worst tweets. I mean. I don't need, can we not mention them? Because. Okay, so don't show the picture. Do not show the picture. picture Because I don't, because it really is so bad that I don't. I don't even think it. No, is, it was really, really yeah. like they're horrifying. Anyone distasteful. has Google to their thing. I, I'd rather not because love and light. She's back. Yes, but yeah. you had some personal stuff that happens. Yes. So on my Facebook page, because you know it's all we've been talking about this show for forever. I feel like, um, and everybody was just once I got the encores, people were you know just congratulating me and this that and the other, and it was all positive. And then this woman who I don't even know post this under it one of the comments i'm tired of people glamorizing obesity and i'm like what i'm like <laughs> first off you haven't even seen the show you're like you bitch, please what, right? Right. exactly um at first at first you were like thank you for calling me glamorous yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes at first you were like i'll take that right? thank you yes <laughs> and, then, and then you were like oh <laughs> yeah bitch exactly and so i was like you know what i'm i'm gonna keep it classy and I just responded. I said, oh, I said, you know, I said, that's not what the show's about. So you should definitely come see it. And I sent her a promo code to get herself a ticket. She did not come. Mm. Of course she didn't. But ev- all of my friends came, came for her. For yes. Came I for her. love it. Because oh, yes. you know what? Like, I don't I don't ever type on somebody else's page mm-hmm. something that, like, yeah. why would you do that? Like, what makes you compelled yes, to what on are you a stranger's doing? page say something so negative and so hurtful mm-hmm. yeah like and maybe that might be your opinion you might think you know i don't want to see fatties maybe that's mm-hmm. really what you think yeah. speaking of that we should talk about the guy with the shirt but um maybe you don't want to oh. see fatties um but you know what like keep it to yourself yeah if, didn't your mama teach you if you had nothing nice to say yeah don't say well, that's anything the at thing all that twitter is sort of unleashed right mm-hmm. like that nobody knows that rule anymore and that's oh, no. the thing that like totally yeah. stinks well um i'm glad that your friends came for you yes and, like came for that person yeah, they and came, came to your aid. for her yes. and <laughs> just like people did for leslie jones i mean yeah. honestly people really really Hashtag defended love her. for leslie I mean, yes. that happened. That was the and thing. And then she wrote some really, um, I think we have a picture of like what she had tweeted when she was really hurt about oh, it. terrible. Um, and she said, I feel like I'm in a personal hell. I didn't do anything to deserve this. It's just too much. It shouldn't be like this. So hurt right now. Um, I leave Twitter tonight with tears and a very sad heart. All the movie, but the shit I got today 
wrong. Yeah. And honestly, I really agree with her. Like, you might not like the movie, but I mean, she's still a human being. Yeah. And, and she has she has yeah. she has sisters or or brothers or a mother and father. She has family and friends who love and care about her. She has feelings. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, take that in con- into consideration yeah. when when you. What when kills you me s- is that people are saying all this free speech stuff. Like, oh, free speech. Like that's what that garbage man, Mr. Yamanopoulos, whatever his name is, said, like, he's, oh, now free speech is over. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure when you signed up for your Twitter account, there was a term of agreement, terms of of agreement that you said, I agree to. So that doesn't mean that you can do it on your own. Start your own Twitter page, whatever. Yeah, and what I want to talk about a little bit about cyberbullying is what you can do in case it happens to you. Um, One of the things is that you should immediately save, like, do screenshots, Mm or whatever and save it because you want to be able to prove it because there is, you know, it's against the law in a lot of states. You can look it up and see in your state um, if it's if it's against the law, what are what are the laws there? I know that Ashley Judd was cyberbullied for supporting a college basketball team. Like what? The, right. That's just ridiculous. I mean, and so she um, she pressed charges against the cyberbullies. Um, and then you can block them. Uh, you can report it to whatever social media that you're on, and the thing that the last thing that they say is to not retaliate, so right. that you are not um, giving in and doing having the same um, behavior. Yeah, so that you're not, you know, egging people on because that mm-hmm. it is, and and even when you're defending yourself and saying stop this. Like even that can it yeah. can fuel the fire. Cool. Yeah, it is. It becomes a frenzy, and it's like this anonymous thing just makes people feel like the worst part of themselves can come mm-hmm. out of the woodwork. And yeah. and you know that's why, especially you being in the public eye and like standing up and writing your own show and telling your own stories and saying no, this is all fabulous. I don't mm-hmm. know how anybody else feels about it, but I'm yeah. like on it. So we have to thank you oh. so much for coming. Can you tell people where to find you? Yes, where can yes. they find you on social yes. media? You can find my. Twitter is at Missy Laughs. Yes, it my is. Instagram is Missy Laughs, and on nice. Facebook, I'm Missy Harrison. But supposedly there's some other Missy Harrison. Yeah, they're like imposters. They like want to be you. They want to be me. People that like, and I was like, I, I didn't want to click on them. I, I want right? to click on you. Yeah, when you see, when you put in Missy Harrison, you see the sassy girl right there. That's, that's me. That's you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's we me. have tweeted you, and we have um, you know put uh, connected to you on our social media so yes. you thank you for please having follow me her. and your support yes Amazing. of course thank we'll you. definitely please have you back thank you for this yes oh, thank you for the champagne thank gotta get you. your champs girl yes. yes so we will we'll definitely be, have you again yes and we'll be back in our next segment plus this bitch is coming soon yeah I'm Hanny from Lady Pants, and you're watching the top 10 women who are killing it in comedy. Congratulations, number nine. Kristen Wiig. If Kristen Wiig's rise to deserve stardom has taught us anything, it's how a proud parent must feel when watching their kid in the toilet for the first time. In the eight years since joining the cast of SNL, she has managed to earn two Emmy nominations, write, produce, and star in one of the highest grossing female-led comedies of all time, and star in five $150 million movies in one year. 
Everybody wants her and she never disappoints. She's gorgeous but awkward and has the perfect balance of bringing all of herself to every role, yet simultaneously immersing herself completely in the character. She was still playing characters named Tuck Shop Employee when she was 33, relatively dead by Hollywood standards. And at the ripe old age of 43, she is a heroine to us all. Only a few more to go. Keep watching. What's going on? This is Minnie from Lady Pants. You are watching the top 10 women who are killing it in comedy right now. Magic number 10. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa is a funny ass baddie, and there are way too few of them being appreciated out there. Fat chicks are funny, they're beautiful, and they are badass. And thank God Melissa is literally everywhere to remind us. How many TV shows is one allowed to be on at one time? She's arguably the single most talented physical comedian of our time and commits so fully to her comedy, she has earned the title of THE Melissa McCarthy. Bonus, how effing cute is her chubby chaser husband slash writing partner slash comedy partner slash life partner slash soulmate Ben Falcone? We die for that kind of true love. Please God, don't let them break up. It would be so much worse than when our parents did. Sorry, did you think we were stopping at 10? Just kidding, we're doing 11. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to Plus This. I... I'm so happy we're finally talking about this plus this bitches topic. Yeah. Um, plus this bitches! Plus this bitches! Yeah. Um, because it's been happening for a while and it like just keeps going. So let's, we're, we're going to talk about this Amy Schumer Glamour Magazine thing. Ashley Graham yes, thing. Yes, her response. Semi maybe for you, I don't know. Yeah. So to just remind you, Amy Schumer took to Instagram after Glamour Magazine, first of all, we should set the record straight. They had an additional special issue that was a plus size friendly issue. Right, a special edition issue with Ashley Graham on the cover. Yes. Looking fierce in a red Glamour yes. dress. Yes, I mean. No, so, that's Cosmo, but, but still, still looking fierce she in that. Looked Pretty, I mean, kind of like that. There it is. Yeah, there here we go. Is. Yeah. So look at how beautiful she looks. And it says the Glamour Special Edition, chic at any size. Um, and the thing that was touchy was on the on the bottom right, um, you can see it says, Women Who Inspire Us, Melissa McCarthy, Adele, Amy Schumer, and Ashley Graham. And Amy Schumer did not care to be lumped in with those other ladies. Yes, she did not. And I'll quote her because there's uh, there were many layers to my reaction about this. So let me quote her. I think there's nothing wrong with being plus size, beautiful, healthy women. Plus size is considered a size 16 in America. It's not. It's considered size 14, sometimes even a 12. Most and if you're a plus size, size model, model, though. You're a 12, usually. No, you're an 8. Oh, you're an 8, right. Yes, which is, yes, I mean, it's you, a, yeah, it's you're an, an eight, 8. But you have to wear plus, you have to wear a size 12 clothes. That's what it is. Right. That's what you have to do. Um, which all of it is bananas. I, uh, to continue quoting, I go between a size 6 and 8. 
Glamour Mag put me in there plus size only issue without asking or letting me know and it doesn't feel right to me young girl seeing my body type thinking that is plus size what are your thoughts mine are not cool glamour not glamorous and uh, my first reaction to this and I'd love to hear what you felt was like ouch like is it so horrible being in the same group it was like you know dodgeball all over again right like in the schoolyard like there were like some weird childhood reflective feelings I had when I first heard that and I was like Oh, but it's just an article. Like, it's not even, it's not like. No, it's not even an article. It's literally just your name on the cover of the magazine. <laughs> yes, like, it's no one is true. saying anything. We're just saying, hey, like, these girls are awesome. Like, well, how yeah. is that These girls negative? are talking about size. Yes. In a positive way. Well, no. First of all, Amy Schumer has talked about how her arms uh, register as legs in Hollywood. In Hollywood. Yes. So I'm sorry, bitch, but if you are going to say that your arms register as legs, then you're a bigger girl. If you're saying, if you're identifying as a bigger girl, then don't be mad when you're identified as a bigger, as a bigger girl. girl. Like, yeah. what, what is no, wrong with I you? I totally agree with you. And I, <gasps> there is that part of me that's like, no, you're totally right. Like, you're, you still can buy clothes at the stores that I can't. Right. Because you are a size six or eight. Right. So it actually is. But then it, and then you go deeper and I'm like, why do we even have a special issue? Like, why can't we just be on the pages of the regular magazine? Like, why is this still being talked about when 67% of us look like me and you? Right. So here's the thing. This is what I was thinking. This is what, this is the, what, what I think that what they, how think? they justify. Tell me. This Tell is me. how Tell they justify it. What okay. Think, boo. Tell I me. think Lay that they justify it by saying that they want they don't want the 67 percent of us to want to be okay with our bodies they want us to aspire to be the size four three two one zero oh i think double that, zero no i think that that's what the whole industry is built on i think right. all beauty products all gym memberships all like all of that is that we're actually not right even though we're really positive about you Meaning we're actually, like, allowing a person who looks like you being on the cover of a magazine. Right. Once. Like, we're okay with that, but really you should be this. Like, it is such a total qualifier. You should, you, this is what you should aspire to because yeah. you're not good enough. Yeah. Which I think is just, like, super fucked up. Like, totally. how dare you tell me that because of my body size, I'm not good enough. Yeah. Like, you know, that's just, I I already have enough issues as it is, like, going through life. So now yeah. everywhere I look, you're telling me that I can't, that I'm not good yeah. enough to? And Ashley Graham really came back in Cosmopolitan and said, I can see both sides, but Amy talks about being a girl, a big girl in the industry. You thrive on being a big girl, but when you're grouped with us, you're not happy about it. To me, that felt like a double standard. It's literally, She literally just said what you just said. Yeah. With the, all the fa fiery passion of your being. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so I do think, and listen, Amy Schumer, I think handled it with class like she's like she's been responding like really well ever since that happened and she wrote to her on Twitter I totally understand Ashley's feelings I don't group myself in with her because she's unbelievably beautiful nothing but respect for her like and then she wrote back and was like girl I love you too I'm glad we're having this conversation so you know we got to keep talking though right for sure we got to keep talking about it because why, why can't we just be left alone like my whole thing like why don't you just make money making clothes for us and making products we want to use that aren't about making us thinner or making us you know what i mean like try to disappear i don't want to disappear i want to be me i want to take up as much space in the world that i want to take up like why is that something less than yeah and why is it that i have to feel bad 
looking the way that I do? Why can't I, why can't you feel bad for like looking at me disdainfully? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why we're the ones that are put in the position of like having to be smaller or, or feel, feel less than. Yeah. And, and, and that feeling of disappearing, you know what I mean? Which is why Missy being on a stage talking about it is such like an amazing, empowering thing because she's like putting herself out there. Like she's like, I'm taking up as much space as I want. And that's what it is. Like, it's nothing else. Like, and by the way, I don't think I have to change. And by the way, I'm not unhealthy. Like, that's like such a whole other thing, too. Like, it, it like, why are we buying in the myths? Actually, we posted a really good article on our Facebook page about the myths of being a bigger woman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she. Uh, the author, which I don't have in front of me right now, and I could just scream, but if you go to our Facebook page, guys, uh, plus this show, you will see there's an article on there about like how to change that. Like, How do you change your mind um, and try to unlearn the false things that you've been taught about yourself? Absolutely. I mean, I completely identified with that article. I, I don't understand. I mean, I, I, I identified with it in such a way that when I read every bullet point, I was like, Yes, I do that. I do yes. do that. Yes. And it's terrible and it's a terrible feeling and it's terrible that we're we're allowing ourselves to be put in that position yeah, of feeling or feel so like you poorly. have to shrink because oh god forbid I take up too much space. Right. Or feel like, you know, a guy must be crazy to be in love with you or feel like, you know, if if somebody um it does count you in. It's 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 in spite of how you look. It's not because of the way you look. Right. And actually, Amy Schumer talked about that in Marie Claire, an article in Marie Claire, that she's in love right now. And she is terrified that at some point, this guy that she loves is going to look at her and be like, you're bigger. And how dare, like, why would I be in love with you? Um, and that's just, that's just terrible. And I think that no matter what size you are, you're afraid of that. I think yeah. that no matter what size you are, you're concerned that your arms are too big or that your yeah. thighs rub together or yeah. what, that you don't have the thigh gap or that your belly's too big. But no. instead, I, I really feel like we should just be embracing ourselves and loving ourselves it's and totally not feeling bad for being beautiful whatever size and you think are. think of all what we could do as women in the world with all of the time we waste on thinking about that. On thinking about how I'm not enough, I'm too much, I'm too big for this room, I'm too little for this room. Like, there's if we like got off of the train that is headed towards improvement, improvement, improvement in our physicality, and instead we're like, how am I gonna improve this? How am I gonna fix this messed up world we're in? Yeah. Like, what what could we do as women? We're gonna know what we're gonna do. We're gonna put her in the White House. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah. Hey, GOP convention, you can <laughs> suck it. <laughs> I'm with her, booze. Yes. I, you, can, you can call and complain, but I'm with I'm with her. Yeah, I'm we're her. both with her, so <laughs> just, you know, get it. Excellent. It's been a great show. I want to thank our guest, Missy Hairston, one more yes. time. And if you guys want to contact us, which we highly recommend you do, we're found on all social media at at plus this show. That's Twitter. That's Facebook. That's Snapchat. Although we haven't been really busy there. Yeah. At, um, at but Twitter and Instagram, Instagram and Facebook. Please go on our Facebook page and like us and um, in, and interact with us. Yeah, because we eventually want to get people's, we want to like read your quotes eventually. And yeah. Maybe even have people call in. Yes. People have asked me if we're going to let people call in. I said, I don't know the number. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it. <laughs> maybe we will. Uh, maybe, maybe we, we will. will. Maybe we will. We want to thank Zina TV as always for having us. And we'll see you next Thursday. Next week. Who, and our guest is... 
Anush Navart. Yay. She's a recurring role on um, Ray Donovan. She's a great actress. She's a lovely lady. And we're so excited to have her on. Totally excited to have her on. So we'll so see you next we'll week. We'll see you next week, guys. 7 o'clock. Thank you so much. Ha, 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 ha.